This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness. Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, September 8th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, you're dealing with fires and snow all at the same time. Other than that, how are you doing? How was your weekend? I'm doing good. I had a fantastic weekend. Uh, It was low-key. I got caught up. uh, Not caught up, but I got farther along on Lucifer. uh, Played Avengers. Went and saw Inception. Got some sleep. You saw Inception? Inception, yes, I did. I saw Inception sequel. Ah. Uh, Tenant, sorry, it's not <laughs> Inception and two. They're not even. They're not. They're not even related. <laughs> see, I did watch Inception as well, but uh, I did go to the theaters and see Tenant. So that was that was a good time. So yeah, it was productive. I mean, I, it was uh, relaxing. It's not work, so that's good. Yeah, and you get a like uh, what a four day weekend this week. I got a four-day weekend, yeah, but nice. it, you pay the price, though. Pay oh. the price at the back end of that. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, just a long yeah. run after that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, yep. Well, it was supposed to be off for a, for a girl who was going to come out, but uh, that fell through, so <laughs> I just did my own thing, whatever. Hey, take, take <laughs> it while you can, right? Yep, absolutely. I ain't bitching about it, that's for sure. Good, good. Yeah, we had a great holiday weekend. Uh, slept in most of the days, and of course, uh, like you said, paying for it in the back end now. Uh, having to get up early this morning was uh, not an easy task. No, I. it's always hard to get up early uh, when you're used to sleeping in. You know, it's definitely not an easy thing. No. So thank God we don't do the show at like no 6 a.m. or something. Right, like right, right. Not unless you want to. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. All right. <laughs> well, let's go- I have enough sleep as is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. Well, let's kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host. Uh, Tony, obviously you have no experience with this Thank goodness. But you've seen enough movies that, uh, you know, somebody gets pulled over. They've got a small amount of drugs on them, maybe in a small baggie. What are some of the things that they do to uh, get rid of the evidence? Uh, well, just seeing a lot of uh, <laughs> movies in my time, I think they'd go anywhere from uh, sticking it in uh, crevices, both male or female. And sometimes they'll swallow it uh, or they'll chuck it out the window like real quick. So okay. that would be a couple of couple of ideas. But I'm intrigued to hear what we're 
bout to all here. Sure, it's up there wacky and zany. Oh, of course. It always is. But, uh, yeah, you know, th- those are pretty much the common ones, or they'll try and hide it in a spot in their car that nobody can find it. Or as, uh, you know, we were just watching Deadpool 2 over the weekend, you know, you hide it in the old prison wallet. But uh, in any case, uh, here's another weird one for you. So in Indian River County, I'm not exactly sure which uh, state that's in. doesn't quite say, but uh, maybe it'll get there in any case a man arrested on weapons charges really stepped in it after deputies apparently accused him of pooping marijuana according to affidavits <laughs> um i have to warn you that this article is full of uh, pretty terrible puns but uh th- that was just one of it Anyway, so the alleged case of the dastardly defecator began to drop about 10.40 p.m. August 17th in Indian River County uh, on the 10,000 block of 91st Street. A deputy arrested a 29-year-old man in a possession of firearm by convicted felon charge and took him to jail that wasn't a complete sentence wow the man was a passenger in a sport utility vehicle where the deputy reportedly finding a 40 Uh, caliber pistol less than four hours later the same deputy was notified by jail staff who discovered a quote unquote unknown object in the man's stomach they were going to take the man to the hospital to get checked out the man said he ate a bag of pot as the deputy approached the vehicle quote hey wow man (laughs) I, i i think he's doing that wrong in any case uh, he says i asked the man why he would eat a bag filled with marijuana the man stated that he did not want me to find the bag. Makes sense. Evidently, he didn't try to brown nose the deputy. Told you this was filled with terrible puns. <laughs> Several hours later, the man reportedly moved his bowels, and there was a small plastic bag. The bag was covered in poop, also known as feces, as in case you didn't know. Oh, I, I didn't know. That's, that's pretty, it's pretty fascinating. <laughs> and in the bag was what investigators believed to be marijuana. The man was arrested on additional charges of possession of less than 20 grams of marijuana, tampering with evidence, and introduction of contraband into a def- detention facility. So uh, if you're going to get caught with it anyway, don't go through the whole ordeal of trying to swallow it, eat it, and obviously poop it out later where uh, the charges are going to get worse for you. And you might have a little blockage, too, so uh, you never know. (laughs) Wow, that was a really crappy morning story, Christian. That pun was on par with uh, (laughs) what was in the story, so... Oh, yeah, you know, like, uh, you don't get a lot of puns on the show anymore. You just don't. They used to be very punny. Oh, yeah. puns. I'm just not a very punny guy. We appreciate a good pun. But at the same time, mm, you know, use would, them. That, would that be a cricket after cricket on that? Yeah, yeah, just use them sparingly. But, uh, folks, let's go ahead and talk about today's wonderful show that we've lined up for you today. It is Tuesday. Let's talk about it. This is Taco Tuesday! Woo! Taco Tuesday. It's going to be one of those uh, training wheels days, you know, getting back on the bicycle, just trying to remember the flow of the show because my brain is. Not quite there. (laughs) But as we do on Tuesdays, we have Rank It with Tony. We have a segment called Theater Experiences. Our call-in topic today is Very Superstitious. What are you superstitious about? Very superstitious! Yeah! 
That's the song <laughs> I was thinking of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have a segment called Oops, Still Wrong Number. We have This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, September 8th. Now, we've got a little thing called the Phoenix Line. This is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Uh, it could be how much you missed us over the uh, long holiday weekend. Uh, I doubt that'll be the case. Or it could be just, uh, you know, maybe you guys uh, did something over the holiday weekend that you wanted to share with the rest of us. That we always appreciate. Well, the Phoenix line number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those up and put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, September 8th, and here's your Filippo Fast Five. Taylor Swift tied Whitney Houston as female artist with most weeks at number one on the Billboard charts, which is currently 46. That's a pretty cool feat there. Guardians of the Galaxy star Michael Rooker, would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel, reveals he's recovered from COVID-19. My body has won the war. Mom star Anna Faris exit the CP exits the CBS series ahead of season eight. Not the first time a Chuck Lorre alumni has left or a star has left the Chuck Lorre show uh, midway through the series run. So yep. I don't know how well that's going to do without her, but uh, wish her the best. Uh, quarterback Josh McGowan signs with the Eagles to become the oldest practice squad player in history. Wow. He is age 41. He is the emergency backup in case anything goes on with uh, the Eagles quarterback. So, And Deshaun Watson, well, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson breaks, words are hard today, apparently names are hard <laughs> for me. Deshaun Watson breaks down during family Zoom call as he signed a $160 million contract extension. Wow. I think he's going to be struggling for a little bit, just saying. Could be. Could Not. Be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of cheddar there. Woo. Yeah. Well, you know what? He has he has paid. Uh, he's done well for them. I think uh, hopefully he'll pay dividends for the Texans. We shall see. Yep. Time will tell. And not if they do bonehead trades like they did in the offseason. But I digress, and this is entertainment. Uh, so the weekend box office report is back! So uh, over the weekend, I mean, it is no surprise to anybody, but uh, not Inception, but Tenet, <laughs> one of this year's most anticipated movies, made its uh, debut at North American theaters this weekend's. And moviegoers were clearly prepared to contend with the new theatrical COVID-19 safety product protocols or just head to the drive or headed to a drive-in. 
as Tenet took in an estimated $20.2 million, which is actually really impressive for uh, the new the new norm. Right? Yeah, I think that's, the last uh, high huge. was, what, $7 million? Last week, yeah, New Mutants took in seven mil. Yeah, um, after being pushed from its long planned July 17th opening, filmmaker Christopher Nolan's new thriller arrived at last on 2800 screens in North America, not including this. Is this is actually more impressive because this was 20.2 million and this did not include major cities like New York or Los Angeles, which are still locked down. Yep, uh, the movie will slowly expand further as cinema availability and safety allows. Uh, while the amount is far less than the 80 to 90 million that Tenet probably would have opened with its under its ideal summer circumstances, that's pretty damn impressive given the pandemic situation. Um, traditionally, Labor Day is one of the slowest box office periods of the year, but this is a weird year. Studios typically don't even bother, bother releasing anything new for the holiday weekend, um, except last year, Gerard Butler's Angel Has Fallen opened with $11.5 million. Um, that's, so, yeah, all pretty good. Other movies this weekend. Um, the New Mutants was in second place with $2.8 million, a drop of 59% from its starting point. I think people, the, the only ones that are really going to go see that were the ones desperate to get back to theaters. Right, so last to week. to see how it came. Yeah, it wasn't going to ever be a big box office smash. No, no. I'm happy it got out. Um, Bill and Ted made another $610,000. Um, is now made around $2.2 million for Bill and Ted Face the Music. So your uh, top seven this week was Tenant. New Mutants, Unhinged is hanging in there at number three. That's the wow. Gerard Butler film. Uh, that you mean the Russell Crowe film? Did I say Gerard Butler? You, you did. <laughs> oh, are they? Aren't they the same people? No, <laughs> it is Russell Crowe. Sorry, I was reading Gerard Butler because uh, his uh, Greenland uh, is right under it. Oh, so. okay. yeah. I don't know. All right, Russell Crowe. That's Gerard Butler. Uh, anywho's it made a uh, 1.6 mil. It's 11, up to 11.3. Bill and Ted was number four. The personal history of David Copperfield was number five. SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. Sponge. Oh gosh. Wow. <laughs> Sponge <laughs> on the Run, <laughs> number six. And uh, you know, uh, Words on the Bathroom Walls was seven. All my favorite movies. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been looking forward to no. that Words on the Bathroom Walls movie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Who isn't? Oh, anyways, uh, no big movies coming out for a couple weeks. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, um, October 2nd. Candyman, October 16th. Uh, Death on the Nile, October 23rd. Black Widow on November 26th. And the, the Gerard Butler film, Greenland, September 25th. So there <laughs> are some big movies coming in the next month or so. Uh, and by the way, they show trailers for all those movies when you go see Tenant. Greenland looks freaking awesome. It does. Yeah. They just throwing that out there. Okay. Let's see if I can magically get this back on track because it is definitely a Monday for me. Everything's falling apart. Uh, some good news coming out is DC Fandom will do another event uh, in the next coming few weeks. And one of the big things they're going to be doing is bring back the Superman radio series from the 1940s. Hmm. 
Now, how that's going to work is the revival of the Superman radio series will feature Tim Daly as, or sorry, Tim Daly, Madam Secretary, Daniel Day Kim, and Wilson Cruz, each voicing the Man of Steel in separate episodes. Um, They're going to join comic fans and creators at DC Fandom, explore the multiverse to bring the original Superman to life and celebrate the arts. Um, In addition to Daly, Kim, and Cruz, the Superman radio series will also feature the voices of Jason Alexander, Eric Bergen, Anthony Kerrigan, Terry Crews, Leah Delera, and a bunch of other names. (laughs) They're all names I've never, like... I guess I'll just read the big ones. Eric McCormick, Anthony Rapp, Tony Shalhoub, uh, Henry Winkler, hey, <laughs> and a ton of others. I will share it. It all says what they're from, but most of the people, I don't know who they are. Okay. So, But nonetheless, uh, pretty cool news. Uh, the radio show is just um, old school stories of now super bad, take a bullet of, bullet of the steel. <laughs> so I'm sure it'll be something like that, but... Uh, um, yeah, so and it's cool that DC fandom is going to do another uh, another run here so soon. So that's pretty cool as well. We'll keep you posted on all. Yeah, of that. I think they're going to concentrate more on the other side of things, not the the movie and the TV show projects, but more of the comic books and and you know some of the little stuff like you know the radio series. Um, I think they're also celebrating the Batman 80th anniversary. I think it is right now. Yeah, well, still really cool how they're doing it, and glad they separated it into two different things. They yeah. didn't give you so much overload. Smart on their part. Again, something that DC's doing right. DC's been doing a lot of things right lately. They have never but... thought I'd never thought I'd say that, but so far so good. Oh man, don't you just hate when uh, your favorite uh, shows disappear from Netflix and other streaming services? Always, especially well, without compared- warning. Oh, yeah. Well, prepared to be pissed off because that 70 shows fans of that 70 show were bummed yesterday when they went to continue on their uh, run as it's been removed from Netflix. It just disappeared, really? Just disappeared. They didn't give no warning. So that 70 show um, didn't even have a leaving date. It just disappeared. Fans are pissed. Um, We'll see where that goes Um, and get ready because Parks and Rec is also leaving netflix although this is your warning it is heading over to the peacock so uh and and it won't be on there right away it won't appear till next year so if you binge watching uh that 70s show you're out of luck you should it was on there for a long time but uh unfortunately you just can't get used to shows being on there forever but uh you never know where that's going to end up next but uh it won't be on netflix so yeah, and Parks and Rec, I mean, it's been on Hulu, it's been on Netflix forever, uh, but get it in while you can because there will be a gap between when it goes off the air and when it comes back uh, with uh, Peacock. Yeah, it's great. Or if you have uh, a movie service like Vudu where you just buy your movies and you own the digital content at that point, uh, keep an eye out. I've seen Parks and Rec go as low as 30 bucks on there before Ooh, for nice. the entire series, which is not bad if you... Because then you can go back and watch it anytime. Like Friends is a hundred dollars. That's a little much. Big Bang's always over a hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, it's too much. So, anyways, I digress. Uh, looks like we got time for one more. Sure. I'll save the other two for another day. Uh, the Umbrella Academy is Netflix' biggest hit since The Witcher. So 
There, Though a third season of Netflix Umbrella Academy has yet to be announced, the show is doing stellar numbers for the streaming giant. And this is actually... Uh, Nielsen ratings have busted out a streaming uh, top 10 every week of what's streaming. So okay. uh, the Umbrella Academy is just is just pulling in huge streaming numbers. Um, it's actually the top stream show. So here's a list of the top streaming shows in the U.S. for this last week. Right. The Umbrella Academy had 3.1 billion minutes viewed. Wow. Um, so they must just base it off uh, minutes viewed. Shameless is 1.13 billion minutes viewed. Grey's Anatomy, number three at 918 million minutes. The Office was number four with 897. Criminal Minds, number five at 697. NCIS at six at 524. In the Dark, never heard of that one. Uh, 418 minutes. Dexter at 316 million minutes. Supernatural, 315 million minutes, and Parks and Rec, number 10, 304 million minutes viewed. So that's a lot of watching, man. Yeah. I'm surprised Lucifer's not on there. I've been watching a lot of Lucifer. A lot of older shows, too, which is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is it for entertainment news. Let's roll on to the birthdays, man. It's my birthday boys it is that time for your phoenix birthdays for september 8th uh today's is um oh man his name's gonna be hard but he plays dustin in stranger things gaten matarazzo is 17 sure his name's tough but he plays dustin in uh stranger things he's 17 pink is 40 Bernie Sanders, feel the burn. He's 78. Martin Freeman, who played Bilbo Baggins, 48. Jonathan, you want to feel old? Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement, he's 39. Oof. Yeah, right? David Arquette, 48. Brooke Burke, 48. A lot of 48 birthdays today, actually. Or lot, actually, three of them in the 48s. Wow. There you go. It's a 48 kind of day. Happy birthday to all you celebrities. There you go. Well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we've got uh, Rank It With Tony, as we do on Tuesdays. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Here we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, September 8th. Now, we're all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak. And Tony and I were just talking over the uh, break that uh, we always appreciate people chiming in. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different places that our show is live on social media trying to uh, recognize people who do chime in. So if we don't get to you, uh, we're very sorry, but there are a lot of places that uh, people have that opportunity. 
But uh, we also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network. That's 13 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada as well. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social media, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F. Radio, of course, with an R. Or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.SanFilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot Or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now, being that it is a Tuesday, as we do each and every Tuesday, I get in the ring with either a co-host or when there's no other co-host available with you guys, the listeners, in a little thing called Rank It With Tony. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Rank It With Tony, and it is going down. Let's see. Last week was a tough one. It was. Um, yeah. This one, I think you're going to do much better in. This okay. is more your wheelhouse, okay? So and this is anybody's, but actually anyone can do really good in this one. So the title of this one, and I want you guys to all chime in, um, but I'm going to switch over real quick over to the main to the main Phoenix page. Okay. Because I think we get the most feedback on there. No offense to anyone on my personal stream. Cause I, I just, you could chime in, but chime in on the main page. Yeah. Just let me bring that up. And so that you, way I can at least respond to you. Cause Chris won't look at, uh, I won't cheat. everything going on there. Yeah. it won't cheat. So, uh, I gotta be able to see. All right. Anyways, here nor there is time to rank it. And today's topic, the best movie characters, of all time. Ooh. Now, with that being said, is any movie character, any movie, it could be superhero, cartoon, mm. whatever. If you're a movie character, who is the best? I'm looking for the top 10. And as always, because we don't have a lot of participation, it doesn't look like yet. Um, I will, every for everyone you get wrong, I'll give you somebody in the top 20 but not the top 10. Okay. Fair? All right, fair enough. Okay. Now, what makes one like this so hard is because it is such a general topic that, I mean, there's so many great movie characters over the years that, you know, I uh, what I think is the greatest movie character of all time, obviously there are thousands, if not millions of people chiming in. So, uh, ooh, I just, just to get a dip my toe in the water, um, I'm going to start with the comic book side of things because those seem to be most popular right now. Obviously, we love them and audiences love them as well. I'm going to say Iron Man. I am Iron Man. Such a good guess, Christian. But he is not in the top 10. Okay. Um, I do have Tim Nidell, our buddy Tim, chimed in. And he guessed Batman. Okay. Another acceptable one would have been Bruce Wayne. Al is all in one. And Mr. Tim oh. got one. Number five. <laughs> Number five. Now, the question there is there's been so many different Batmans at this point. Do they specify who it is or it's just Batman? Just generally Batman or that. And then to answer your Iron Man, way too far down the list. Number 26. Mm. Yeah, I would disagree with that. Uh, 100%. All right. 100%. All right. So, uh, movie characters, top movie characters of all time. Um, 
Well, let's uh, say Great Scott and say Doc Brown from Great Scott Marty. Number eleven. Ooh, just Number outside the eleven. Doctor Emmett freaking Brown. Great Scott. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, All right. Hmm. Tim chimed in now. And no, Tim, it wasn't George Clooney's Batman. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> his guess was Bond, James That's Bond. a fantastic guess. Fantastic guess. And guess what? Guess what, bitch? Oh, not in the top ten. <laughs> not top ten. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Not top ten. All right. Uh, let's say, let's go another big Good franchise. Guess, um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, it's funny you say that because I'll just cross Harry Potter on my list. And guess what, Chris? He's number 29. Number really? 29. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is a great, this is a tough one, actually, because so many characters. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi is 47. There's your <laughs> free one that's not on there. Uh, Dude, James Bond is just. I don't know where the hell James Bond is on this list. Yeah, I was trying to find it, but uh, not there. I mean, the fact not he's not there, man. The fact he's not even top ten. Uh, I've got to question this list a little bit. All oh, right. you're gonna be pissed when you see who number one is. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Um, um, Tim guessed uh, Superman because I, why not? He was successful with Batman. Hey. Guess what, Tim? Lightning doesn't strike twice, sir. <laughs> yes, this list is kind of uh, it's a little rough, you know. It's yep. a little rough. All right. Well, I have to go with at least one of his characters. Let's say uh, Peter Venkman. Dude, go with a Bill Murray character. Dude, should be, should freaking be, but <laughs> no. I'm calling no, BS on, on this list. This is this is this is ranker. Remember, kids, ranker is watch. <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters are not even top forty, bro. Oh. They're, they're not even top fifty. So this is kind of a BB. This is a kind of a BS Damn list. Gen Zers, yeah, screwing up the list. All right, Tim. Tim chimes in with Han Solo. He like he puts a question mark behind it, like he's <laughs> like a little afraid, like Han Solo. Han Solo should absolutely be in the top ten, but Tim, you want to know how far to, uh, Han Solo is on this list, which is BS. He's twenty-seven. Really? Wow. Twenty-seven. Well, I'm gonna stay in the vein of Star Wars and say Darth Vader. Freaking a! But guess what, Chris? No. <laughs> Not even top ten, buddy. How? I don't know. I should tell. I've I've been telling you. I would tell you the for everything wrong. So let me just tell you a few that are not in there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Marty McFly is number twelve. He's not in it. Professor Servius Snape from Harry Potter, number thirteen, not in it. Spider Man, fourteen. Uh, Rocky Balboa, I can't do it. 16. <laughs> Dang, that was going to be my next guess. Okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. All right. I think we got time for one more before you take us through <laughs> the top 10. Tim says, what a BS list. All right. Um, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to be so pissed at this top ten. All right. I'm, I'm just going to take a guest out of left field. Do you want to play a game? Jigsaw. <laughs> Number one answer. <laughs> just kidding. Wow. No. <laughs> no, he's not. All right. But I'll give you the Joker was number 15. See, even not top 10. Interesting. All right. All right. Tim guessed. He had one last guess. Indiana Jones. Ooh. Fantastic guess, Tim, but what a BS list. All right. Not on there. Okay. There we go. Bum, 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 bum. Let's see. Terminator was 19. Wolverine was 18. Dumbledore, 17. Joker, 15. Okay. That's all your top big characters, right? Okay. Number 10. Leia Organa. Princess Leia, number 10. I would have put her above Han Solo or Darth Vader. No! Chewbacca, number 9. Same. Luke Skywalker, number 8. Dude, Luke should be higher. Yeah. But uh, I I would have put Solo in the top 10. R2-D2, number (laughs) 7. Did they they get the... uh, the They just like through Star Wars. They just said through... All these characters, all Star Wars, top ten. Obi-Wan Kenobi, number six. Bosk, number five. No, Batman was number five. <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> that was that was the only one that got right. Gandalf, thou shalt not pass, number four. Yoda, number three. Woody, from Toy Story, number two. And the number one fictional character of all time, Forrest gum really Number one really yeah really? what a bs list ah, he's shooting uh tim shooting those red uh angry emojis hey <laughs> i didn't write them now when i picked it all i saw was best movie characters of all time and i said that seems like a fun list but after reading it with you guys it is a junkasaurus list all your best characters are down 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 oh. like yeah <laughs> like i mean there's just so many people i'm like how is how are some of these people so far down? It's like Superman, 56. Yep. 56. Jack Sparrow, 60. Well, fo- Unbelievable. Folks, that does it for another infuriating version of Rankin. <laughs> well, yeah. When we come back, we've got a segment called Theater Experiences. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, September 8th. Now if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us. Click on the shows and podcast links, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe so you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, I wanted to talk about theater experiences. Obviously, theaters are starting to open up a little more mainstream, a little more uh, nationwide right now, unless you live in the major markets of 
Los Angeles, New York, whatever it may be. And uh, a lot of the theaters have social distancing um, uh, procedures in place. But one of the things that I missed about going to the theater is the experience. You know, obviously you go in and uh, either you have people who are talking out of turn or making jokes at the screen and uh, reminded me about uh, when Tony went to go see uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and you're... <laughs> oh, Sonic, the little adventures you'll go on. That's forever uh, etched uh, in my brain. Yeah, you're... Forever. Your seat neighbor who was just, uh, you know, beside himself that Sonic was on the screen and, uh, you know... Obviously. Did I tell you two days later I ran into him at Costco? Did you really know? I swear, yeah, Small World. I had just told uh, the girls in the office uh, that same story about this weirdo at the AMC in Fort Collins. <laughs> and then I ran into the dude like when I was there. Luckily, I don't think he recognized me, which is a good thing. But you just never forget somebody like that. You're like, oh, okay. right. Okay, then. Now, I don't know about you, Tone, but when I go to the movie theaters, it doesn't matter, you know, during the, the previews or anything like that. Sure, people are getting themselves situated, but as soon as the movie goes on, I want to be, I want to sort of tune out everything around me and sort of be sucked into the movie itself. And it's hard to do when there's people that are chiming in or eating too loud or, or um, you know, saying... The the rustling of, like, them going into their popcorn bag or their... their or candy or whatever the hell they smuggled in. Right, right. Wait, yeah, wait, wait till yeah. a loud part in the movie to start rustling around. But uh, yeah. with that being said, pulled up a list of uh, some of the things that uh, people have experienced at movies. Obviously, some of them uh, annoying, some of them great. Uh, for instance, you have Twitter user Absolute Matthew said, uh, during a screening of The Woman in Black, there's a scene where the camera is slowly creeping on Daniel Radcliffe's character. Someone yells out, get your wand, Harry! And everyone collectively <laughs> peed themselves. See, that's that's perfect timing for a movie that wasn't all that great. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, when you and I saw saw the witch, and then we were kind of processing the end, and somebody was like, "What the f was that?" And it just collectively, we all bust laughing because it was like, "That's exactly what we were thinking," but somebody else back there said it, and they waited till the end to say it, it wasn't like. They crapped on it because we are all collectively trying to process what the hell we are watching, and there you go. <laughs> oh. yeah, and, and when people have that collective, that shared thought, it makes it that much easier because we were certainly thinking that that same thing. Oh, yeah. Oof. Now, this next one reminds me of a uh, lady friend that uh, Tony had at one point that uh, we had gone to the movies a couple times with, and... You know, she, she always had opinions about what was on the screen, but uh, this one says, My wife and I went to see Fast and Furious 27 or whatever, and uh, about halfway through the movie, The Rock and Vin Diesel had a scene together, and she audibly said, Those are two different people? I could see where the confusion would come in, but... Ay, ay, ay. Yep. Yeah, and I'm okay, like, in between trailers, like, I'm I'm okay with a little conversation. Like, you don't have to talk during it, but, yeah. like, watch it, and there will be, like, yeah, that looks good. Right, right. Or just, or instead of just, like, nope, nope, uh-uh, nope, <laughs> definitely not. And then it's like, oh. That's garbage. Shut up. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, this from Twitter user, the guilty one, says, when I saw Frozen 2 and spoiler alert, Olaf died. I heard someone crying behind me, and I thought it was some little kid, and I felt bad until I heard the little kid say, Don't cry, Mommy. 
Hey, you know what? <laughs> it, sometimes those movies get emotional, and, and those of us that uh, enjoy and get into movies, sure, you know what? You deserve to cry. Yeah, and guess what? He's a snowman. <laughs> He's gonna melt. It happens. And it's a Disney movie. He's coming back. He is, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry, mama. <laughs> All right, moving on with movie theater experiences. I went to see a screening of the Muppets for their anniversary. And uh, this yeah, little... time for Muppet movies. <laughs> and this little girl, four rows back, yelled, When I marry Miss Piggy and she dies, I'll eat her. While Kermit is singing a song. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I would die laughing if that happened. <laughs> uh, part of it. It just reminds me of a dirty joke I can't say. <laughs> I was just going to say. All yeah. Right. <laughs> Folks, that unfortunately, FCC regulations. Uh, I can't do it. Nope. First joke I ever learned took took 10 years to figure that out. <laughs> it took me to become an adult to understand that joke. Moving on with movie theater experiences. says, opening night of Kill Bill. Starts with a black screen of a female voice panting and a woman behind me shouts, I'll have what she's having. Just before the image of Uma beaten, swollen, and bloody is revealed and... <laughs> Everyone in the cinema laughed at her as she muttered, never mind. <laughs> nice little When Harry Met Sally uh, reference. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty damn funny, actually. I gotta get It's making me chuckle. I'm in. <laughs> uh, you know how every once in a while, uh, you know, you have the studio... Uh, uh, what do you want to call it, title card or, or whatever it is that comes up and plays. And, you know, they change it a little bit based on the movie. Well, in this case, it says at the start of Aquaman, the, the WB logo with water over it, the guy next to me, next to me turns to his date and says, ooh, it's because of Aquaman. Well, the movie is not very good, but sitting next to a dude with childlike wonder for everything that was happening, I had a great time watching it. I kind of agree. You know, it wasn't the best movie. Sure, it was fun. The CG was not great but if you're sitting next to a true true fan who's excited it makes it a little bit easier Ooh, sonic this is a sega movie <laughs> oh sonic the, the little adventures they're gonna get in <laughs> yeah no like there's there's that and then there's that and then there's a badass girl that appreciates that so i'm all right with that ah Moving no, on. it just is, man. If you're on a date and a girl appreciates that, yeah. she has a good time. She can appreciate your your childhood excitement about things. And I that, have, that's just awesome. I know. I know you're the same way, Tony. I have that way with the Marvel movies. You know, we grew up with kids who loved, you know, comic books and Marvel, and and always wanted to see them on the big screen done well. And we were disappointed so many times before we got you know this run of fantastic movies. Oh yeah. Yeah, the age of the the VHS versions of Captain America and all that stuff. So bad. So bad. Moving on. This happens all the time in especially uh, historical dramas. Says a Twitter user, Karen Gellum, says, Warriors descending from the horse's belly in Troy, half whispering in the back, somebody goes, I knew it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Trojan horse piece of history pretty yeah. sure that uh most everybody knew it yeah it's like uh okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally as we head to our long break says uh, i went to see 127 hours at the movies partway through a lady in the row behind me says i hope he's not going to be stuck behind that rock for the whole film 
apparently she didn't get the point of that movie because uh, <laughs> he, he finally got out of that rock. But uh, spoiler alert, not the best scene. Folks, when not we come back, we are headed into our call-in topic of your superstitions. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. And welcome, folks, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, September 8th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. I feel like we're uh, back on the horse again, Tony, headed in the right direction. Got out those, uh, you know, three-day weekend jitters uh, in the first hour, at least. Yeah, I think uh, hour two is going to be a little smoother, less choppy waters. I think we've gotten through that, and now we're smooth sailing, I hope. Yep. And if not, it's still a fun ride. And that was like a really fast hour. I say that every day, but like that one was so fast. Like we were talking, I didn't even realize we were on our long break. Just, <laughs> and, and I was just like, oh, that was long break. I normally go make a smoothie or something during then. And not today. I did not, e- I did not even get up. <laughs> I didn't even stand up. So. Well, and we've had some great interaction uh, on our Facebook page and uh, hope to continue that interaction into our call-in topic, which we're going to talk about now. At the end of the segment, we want you guys to call in at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255, toll-free from anywhere in the world. Our subject today is... What are you superstitious about? And we're not talking about the usual uh, break a glass seven uh, you know years bad luck. Uh, sorry, break a mirror. Um, you know, black cat crossing your path, walking under a ladder. We're not talking about those. We're talking about the little superstitions, things that like baseball players do, where they turn their underwear inside out, or the wear the same socks, or uh, you get the playoff beard, things like that, where uh, you know it's little things to your everyday life that in your mind will make you luckier or give you better luck at something that you're doing. So to kick things off, Tony, wanted to turn it to you. Is there anything in your life that's a, you know, a little bit on the superstitious side, something that you do just to try and turn luck in your favor? Yeah, there's uh, actually <clears throat> one thing, I don't know if it's luck, but anytime I travel, kind of one thing I always do, and I don't know why I do it. I've just done it forever. Um, uh, it's right before I get on the plane, like right before I board, I like put my hand on the plane and just kind of put my head there for a second, like have a safe travel. I pat it and I don't know why I do it. I do it every time I get on a plane. I just put my right hand on it and just, I don't know why. No, yeah, uh, it's different. 
No gremlins on the wing, no uh, William Shatner yeah, freak out Yeah, just always and... kind of like, uh, you know, let's uh, have a good flight kind of thing. Um, but if it's anything like sports-related-wise, then uh, it, it just depends. Like, I don't – I'm not overly, like, if I'm wearing one jersey. Sometimes I feel if I'm watching a game and they start losing, like, I'm the jinx, so I'll stop. <laughs> uh-huh. I do feel like that at times, but, no, I don't have, like – my uncle's really bad, like – He'll wear a shirt, and if his team's losing, he'll blame the shirt and go switch into something. And when they start doing better, he believes like it was the the joy of the shirt. Right. It's just how we think sometimes. But I do, like I said, if I feel like they're losing and I'm watching, I quit watching just because I feel like I'm the bad guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny because, you know, a lot of people are so convinced that the thing that they are doing – determines the whole course of the outcome of a game or a meeting or, or whatever it may be that, uh, you know, they're, um, you know, superstitious about. And in reality, that's more than likely not the case. But uh, you know what? People aren't willing to take that chance. Right. You just you just don't want to be the one like, ah, they lost because of me. It's like, well, no, they lost because they just they lost. That's how it goes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh those are a couple of my superstitious things. But, yeah, the, the whole flying thing, I don't understand why I do that. Just for safe travel. Well, I'm still here, so it works well. Yeah, and you know, How about you? Well, for me, I'm not an overly superstitious person. You know, I, I figure that, uh, you know, the course of life will play out the way it plays out. Now, with that being said, I tend to be a little on the OCD side. So, uh, you know, everything in my life, for the most part, has its specific place. So uh, everything that I carry in my pockets go in a certain place on my nightstand. Um, you know, I like the... Uh, milk on one side of the fridge and the Brita filter on the other side of the fridge. And for me, it's one of those things that if something is out of place or somebody uses something and moves it and doesn't put it back where it is, I find my whole day is thrown off. And so it's not exactly a superstition, but it's one of those things that just in my mind, it's that little bit of a mental block that, uh, you know, I like things the way that they are. And if somebody uh, messes with that, that'll throw me off. That makes sense. So, you know, again, it's it's uh, the weird little quirks, the weird little things that people have that, uh, you know, make things a little bit different. And that's what we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and the watchers. We want you to call in. We're going to open the phone lines now to 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. What's your own little superstition that can uh, wreak havoc on your day or on your game or whatever it may be, depending on uh, how it plays out. So again, give us a call, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Phone lines are open now. When we come back, it is all about you guys. Give us a call, chime in. We'd love to uh, hear from you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. We are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, September 8th. We are smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic. 
Yes, we want you to call right now, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255, toll-free from anywhere in the world, with your uh, personal superstitions. So, again, yeah, it could fall into one of the major categories that, you know, you uh, open an umbrella indoors and you have bad luck. Or it could be just little things like, uh, you know, like your Uncle Tony, where uh, he, if he's wearing a certain shirt and his team's not doing well, well, it's the shirt's fault. You got to take it off. You got to remove it and go from there. Time to go, bub. Exactly. So uh, Tim Nidell, who can't call in today, says he doesn't think he has any superstitions other than Bloody Mary will kill us all if we say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary while looking at the mirror. Damn it. Maybe he shouldn't have said that. Luckily, I don't have a mirror in front of me, but I do have a uh, piece of glass. We'll find out if there's any truth to that, because I did just say it three times, and uh, if I'm dead by the end of this show, we'll know why. I'll say something bad with you. Candyman. 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 Okay, so. I'll one-up your... I see your Candyman, and I raise you a Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, he's right there! (laughs) Actually, he, he is down there. Oh, and it There's wouldn't a be a show if uh, somebody didn't decide to call in during our call-in topic on the wrong call-in line. <laughs> wrong line, foolio. Uh, Tony, did you have anybody who chimed in on the topic? Um, let's see. Um, no, Mike and Bella and uh, Lacey, they all do the plane thing that I do. They all have a superstitious before they go on, and they touch the side of the plane as well. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's cool, and I didn't get that from them. I, I've traveled many, many places with the Endras, and uh, it just—I've—I've uh, I've never seen them do it. I just don't pay attention to other people that do it. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. uh, if you're doing it and they're doing it, and uh, you're all on a plane together, well, you have quadrupled the luck because you guys—we have yeah. all the luck in the world. <laughs> Well, folks, while we're waiting for you to call in, again, that number, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. You a god. <laughs> Wanted to talk about the origins of some of the more uh, traditional superstitions. For instance, I uh, mentioned uh, it being bad luck to open an umbrella indoors. Though some historians tentatively trace this belief back to ancient Egyptian times, The superstitions that surround Pharaoh's sunshades were actually quite different and probably unrelated to the modern-day one about rain gear. Most historians think the warning against unfurling umbrellas inside originated much more recently in Victoria, England. Excuse me. Says, uh, in Extraordinary Origins of Everything, from uh, Harper in 1989, the scientist and author Charles Panati wrote... In the 18th century London, when metal-spoked waterproof umbrellas began to become a common rainy day sight, their uh, stiff, clumsy spring mechanism made them veritable hazards to open indoors. A rigidly spoked umbrella, opening suddenly in a small room, could cause seriously injure, uh, injury to an adult or child or shatter a fragile object. Even a minor accident could provoke unpleasant words or a minor quarrel themselves strokes of bad luck <laughs> in a family or among friends. Uh, thus, the superstition arose as a deterrent to open umbrellas indoors. So, uh, never knew that, but uh, you know what? That's why you guys listen to the show, to uh, learn new things, right? That's right. <laughs> well, folks, uh, we do have a caller on the line, so let's go ahead and go to our caller. Woo-hoo! Hi, who are we speaking with? Hey, guys, it's Kendra. Hey, Kendra. Kendra! Well, I was waiting for it to be like, this is Bill. <laughs> I got some hemorrhoid cream right there and now the little itchy, itchy. 
Hey, maybe Kendra needs uh, some uh, rash cream. Ooh. Do you? Not tonight. No. Okay, okay, good. Uh, good no. Good. Kendra, we're talking <laughs> personal superstitions. <laughs> what What is yours? So I restarted playing indoor soccer uh, about 10 years ago, and the very first game I went back to, I couldn't find matching soccer socks. And so I wore the mismatch ones, and I had a great game. I didn't throw up. I didn't seriously injure myself. Um, so from that point forward, I couldn't wear matching soccer socks to any of my games. And how did you guys do uh, towards the end of the season? Did you continue a, a good run along those lines, or was it one of those things where it just sort of played out the way it played out? Oh, no, it was terrible. We sucked. And oh. <laughs> I hurt myself seriously, and I've thrown up. Like, I've had horrible, horrible games, but I did it in mismatched socks. Ah, uh, so you're saying the socks worked or they didn't work? You know, I don't know. Um, probably I just got lazy and just didn't bother to match them after that point. Um, for the first couple of years, I think it worked. But, you know, playing indoor soccer in your 40s is a is a dangerous pastime, right? Oh, so I, yeah. uh, you're bound to get hurt. You, you know, you have a couple of beers before the game. So, you know, there's a good chance you're going to get sick. So, yeah, there's, <laughs> it's still the mismatch sucks, so. I think I'd stand by it, and if I started playing up again, I'd have to make sure they didn't match. Yeah, aside from all the running around, it sounds like your indoor soccer league was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we had a really good time. Um, I enjoyed it, and and uh, I met some great people and great friends. So, you know, if you guys are looking for stuff to do, I highly recommend indoor soccer. Very cool. Well, Kendra, we appreciate you calling in as always. Absolutely. And that is exactly the sort of thing that we're looking for. You know, it's uh, those little superstitions that may, may work, they may not, but uh, it's something you stick with because, hey, it worked with for you at least once. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tony hasn't had a plane go down, so hey. <laughs> Knock on wood. No. There's another one yeah. for you. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, I wouldn't, I, if it happens, I wouldn't be on the show anymore, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to true. do when you did. Well, Christian, you know, the first thing you said is, it was like, oh, you said, um, break a glass. Mm. And you might have bad luck. And I'm like, oh, man, I break wine glasses all the time. My luck would be terrible. <laughs> well, and maybe that's the reason your socks didn't work, is because your uh, breaking glass overtook the good luck from the socks. Who knows? Don't break the glass. You know, I'm going to have to think about that. Kendra, we always appreciate you chiming in. Thank you so much for calling, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Thanks. You too. Bye, Kendra. Awesome. We love when people chime in. You guys can also chime in on our Facebook page as well. Uh, Again, those are the sort of things we're looking for, just little superstitions that, uh, you know, in your mind go a long way. Now, back to our list of why certain superstitions uh, may begin. Uh, For instance, uh, another big one, it's bad luck to walk under a leaning ladder. It says, this superstition really does originate 5,000 years ago in ancient Egypt. A ladder leaning against a wall forms a triangle, and Egyptians regarded this shape as sacred, as exhibited, for instance, by the pyramids. To them, triangles represented the trinity of the gods, and to pass through a triangle was to desecrate them. This belief wended its way up through the ages. Centuries later, followers of Jesus Christ usurped the superstition, interpreting it in light of Christ's death. Because a ladder had rested against the crucifix, it became a symbol of wickedness, betrayal, and death. Walking under a ladder courted misfortune. 
In England in the 1600s, criminals were forced to walk under a ladder on their way to the gallows. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I was just, I'm just observing it. I'm like, yeah. Just taking it all in. Fair enough. Just soaking it in, yep. Folks, we still have uh, about four minutes left in this segment, so if you do want to chime in on your personal superstition, by all means, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Now let's move on to one that uh, we were just talking about. A broken mirror gives you seven years of bad luck. In ancient Greece, it was common for people to consult mirror seers who told their fortunes by analyzing the reflections. As the historian Milton Goldsmith explained in his book, Signs, Omens, and Superstitions, he said divination was performed by means of water and a looking glass. This was called cata... Oh, I'm going to flip this. Cataptromacy. Close enough. Cataptromacy. The mirror was dipped into the water, and a sick person was asked to look into the glass. If his image appeared distorted, he was likely to die. If clear, he would live. In the first century AD, the Romans added a caveat to the superstition. At that time, it was believed that people's health changed in seven-year cycles. A distorted image resulting from a broken mirror therefore meant seven years of ill health and misfortune rather than outright death. That that soundbite is still extremely fun. It is uh, multifaceted. We can use it for uh, many, many situations, just like this one. Tony, were you ever a uh, broken mirror, seven years bad luck type of person? No, not really. That's good. What about this one? Uh, when you spill salt, toss some over your left shoulder to avoid bad luck. Kick his ass, sea bass. No. <laughs> but I always think of Dumb and Dumber on that one. While spilling the salt has been considered unlucky for ten, uh, sorry, thousands of years, around 3,500 B.C., the ancient Sumerians first took to nullifying the bad luck of spilled salt by throwing a pinch of it over their left shoulders. This ritual spread into the Egyptians, the Assyrians, and later the Greeks. The superstition ultimately reflects how much people prized and still prize salt as a seasoning for food. The etymology of the word salary shows how highly we value it, according to... Uh, historian named Panati says the Roman writer Petronius in the Satricon originated not worth his salt as appropriabum, boy, there's some hard words in opprobrium for Roman soldiers who were given special allowances for salt rations called salarium, salt money, the original of, or sorry, the origin of our word salary. Boy, a lot of hard wow. words to come back on this. I was going to say, that's an extremely hard one to, uh, to read. I mean, if you're struggling with it, I don't even want to try. <laughs> and then finally, uh, yeah, to close it out, we'll talk about one that we also just mentioned. Uh, knock on wood to prevent disappointment. Though historians say this may be one of the most prevalent superstitious uh, customs in the United States, its origin is very much in doubt. Quote, some attribute it to the ancient religious rite of touching a crucifix when taking an oath. Alternate, uh, alternatively, among the ignorant peasants of Europe, it may have gone or may have had its beginning in the habit of knocking loudly to keep out evil spirits. No, it's... You know, it's funny. That's probably the most common one that everybody uses. Like we even mentioned that uh, when Kendra called and said, oh, you better knock yep. on wood on that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's something I hear on the daily. Uh, I actually do it if I say something smart assy like for 
oh, better do that before this happens. And then knock on wood. Usually like, oh, no one called in today at work. Yeah, <laughs> well, and uh, it, it goes back to show that most of these, I mean, are, are so ancient. I mean, come from the Egyptians, the Greeks, the Romans, that, uh, you know, obviously times were different then. Superstitions yeah. were running a little, little bit more rampant then, but, uh, you know, somehow they still persist. So in yeah. any case, that does it for our topic of uh, superstitions. When we come back, we have another installment of Oops, Still Wrong Number. You won't want to miss it. Come on back. We'll see you guys in a few. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It's Tuesday, September 8th. Now, we talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to uh, chime in on anything whatsoever. For instance, uh, maybe you missed our call-in topic last segment about uh, superstitions, little superstitions you have that uh, determine the luck of your day or your life, and you want to chime in on it. Well, guess what? You still have the opportunity via the Phoenix line, that number 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973, for the alphanumerically impaired can be on that any topic whatsoever you can just check in tell us how you're doing all we ask is that you keep it entertaining we will compile those together and put them out in a future show now in this segment wanted to revisit a topic that uh, we had talked about uh, about a month ago month and a half we're talking wrong numbers we've all done it we've all texted somebody something and realized after we sent it we sent it to the wrong person Typically, it happens with people you know because it's somebody whose uh, name is similar to the person you intended, but every once in a while, it's somebody you have no idea who it is, and sometimes the results are uh, quite hilarious. So I uh, wanted to take us through, real quick before we head in there, Tony, uh, any recent uh, wrong number texts on your part? Yeah, um, the most recent one I've gotten was just like... Uh... They're not very good. They're all like spam or crappy. Nothing funny or entertaining mm-hmm. for morning radio. Ah, so let's see. As I scroll through, anything cool? <laughs> well, while you're doing that, yeah, you know, just sort, oh, of, sort of a callback. Pump- Go pumpkin ahead. is here. Do you want a pumpkin flavored drink? I don't know who sent that. <laughs> pumpkin is here. I didn't respond to it. That's about the funniest one I got. So Slightly off topic, Tony. I know you work at uh, Costco. When do the pumpkin muffins come back? Mm, they should be soon. Oh. But uh, nothing yet. We did get the pumpkin pie. Those are there. But uh, Forget the pumpkin pie. I'm all about the pumpkin muffins. But uh, pumpkin I digress. Pumpkin muffins. So, folks, let's talk about some oops wrong numbers, shall we? For instance... You have this person who texted, uh, we're back in the hospital. <laughs> we're back in the hospital because Jake set his butthole on fire again. <laughs> oh, Jake. The person responds back, you have the wrong number, but please keep me updated. OMFG. The original poster says, oops, sorry. And then the uh, recipient says, no, come back. I want to hear everything. 
I want to hear everything. Where was Jake? What was Jake doing? Why again? So many unanswered questions. Jake in the burning butthole. Was it Jake the from buzzers. State Farm? Yeah. I don't He's know. wearing khakis. <laughs> All right, let's move on with our oops wrong numbers. All Hello. Right. Somebody says, uh, can you text me some pics of me that night you have in your phone we took that night? Again, not very good uh, sentence structure. Person responds back, who is this? Person replies back, Dorothy. And, of course, the wrong number recipient sends a picture of Dorothy from the uh, Wizard of Oz laughing with the Tin Man and the Cowardly Lion and chuckles to themselves, good times. Obviously, they had no idea who they were, but sent a picture of Dorothy as they requested. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on. Here's one for our Pixar fans. It says, hello, I'm heading your way to pick up the hermit crabs. What's the address? The wrong number recipient says, P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. The original poster says, okay, could you just tell me that the Craigslist person gave me the wrong number? The respondent says back, no, now where's the fun in that? Enjoy your crustaceans. The original poster, we'll see. It was probably all fake. And then, of course, you get the uh, recipient who replies back, when life gets you down, you know what you got to do. Just keep swimming. And then, of course, they credit Dory to it because, you know, Dory gets credit for that wonderful saying that uh, we all repeat to ourselves every once in a while. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's one that uh, maybe there's a love connection here. Oh, sorry. Need the uh, sound effect. How do people know that we're moving on if if they don't get the sound effect? Oh, well. Right. All right. So, uh, Dr. Love. Original poster says, Princess. The recipient says, Who is this? Original poster comes back, Sorry, wrong number. Recipient says, Come back, I'll be your princess. Original poster, We will meet again in another life. Recipient, I love you. And of course, the uh, original poster, I love you too, princess. Again, I, I, I hope they continued on that conversation. Maybe there was love in the air. I can feel it in the air tonight. (laughs) here's something that uh, hopefully you're not feeling in the air tonight says uh, hey bro what's that cheese you just had at lunch run into the store soon and gotta pick that s up person then replies (laughs) back os sorry wrong number then says but i mean really if you have any cheese recommendations let me know effing love cheese the recipient finally (laughs) chimes back in smoked gouda and, of course, the original poster says, damn, man, good call. Forgot about that one. So, you know what? Every time you you know, you, you reach out to a wrong number, if you reach back out to them, hey, you might get a, a suggestion that you didn't otherwise think of. <laughs> man, I effing love cheese, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you love cheese, you love cheese. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on. All right, original poster says, hey, would you like to go to the game tonight? It won't, it won't you free. People, grammar is everything. It says, uh, hey, would you like to go to the game tonight? It won't you free hot dog and soda. My guess is won't cost you. Anyway, the uh, recipient replies back, I would love to go to the game tonight. Sadly, I think you have the wrong number. The original poster says, no, I don't. We went to the game together. 
The recipient says, what game did we go to? Original poster was Shari and Diana. We got high together, girl. And then it says, <laughs> get dressed. I will pick you up in the truck. Remember? <laughs> the respondent sends a picture back of himself. Well, he happens to be a police officer holding up his badge. Says, pretty sure we didn't get high together. Are you still going to come pick me up for the game, though? I was really looking forward to going to the to the game. Ooh. The yeah, original poster that. got ouch. Yeah, I got very quiet. Says uh, a wrong number, and of course the cop replies back. I tried to tell you that, but no, I don't know what I'm talking about. And of course the original person goes, "Oh, you can stop now." Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for all that you do. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's just awful. That'll get you in in trouble. Yeah, it gets you in trouble. He should have just said, "Yeah, meet me. Let's have let's have some fun." <laughs> well, and it's funny. I got to see if I can find uh, a collection of these, but uh, you always hear about the sting operations that police do where they put out on social media or something that, uh, you know, if you've been sold bad drugs, give the police department a call, bring it down, and we'll check it out for you. And people inevitably fall for it. Yeah, because they're stupid, because you know, they're high. <laughs> hey, well, man. There are definitely some stupid people. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Let's see, we got a couple minutes left. <laughs> There's a uh, picture that somebody sends of a house that's on fire and a naked man leaping from the roof. And that's just the setup. Ooh. Person says, uh, here's the pick you wanted from last night. The recipient says, one, you got the wrong number. Two, can I join your cult? <laughs> it's a valid question. You know, if, if there's houses on fire, people jumping from buildings naked, I want to know what's going on and, you know, what's behind that story. Yeah, this is totally random, so, okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. I'm sorry, I was reading the head tone. You are good. All right. Uh, original sender says, y'all need to get it the F together right now. Then realizes they send it to the wrong people, says, ooh, sorry, wrong people. Recipient responds back, no, you're right. I do need to get my S together. And yeah, sometimes the wrong number gives you valuable life lessons. And a reminder to get your S together. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to uh, our next oops, wrong number call. Original poster, hey, are you going to practice on Saturday? Recipient says, practicing for world domination, I assume. The original poster says, no, just practice from 1030 to 12. The recipient says, if it's not for world domination, I'm sorry, but I can't attend. Original poster says, I don't know what that is. Recipient, world domination. It's the process of taking over the world. Mike said he talked to you about this. Original poster, is this Gracie, the one who swims? The recipient, oh, I swim in the blood of my enemies. <laughs> the original poster, I think I have the wrong number. And uh, the recipient, you might, you'll need a passphrase if you want to talk me, uh, talk to me again, Leroy out. You know what? When in doubt, if you get a wrong number, have some fun with it. Yeah, you got to have some fun. It's kind of like uh, the prank call we got on the show a couple of weeks ago where you rolled with that prank call perfectly. and He bailed like, yeah, 
He's he's tried it one other time and he started to go again, but then he bailed again. Yeah, like, we got a little bit further on that one, but uh, yeah, yeah, you gotta have a little fun with that stuff. When in doubt, have some fun. But uh, folks, absolutely, that, that does it for our topic of oops, still wrong number. When we come back, we've got this day in history. Don't go anywhere. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And you did it, folks. We made it to the end of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, September 8th. You know, it took a little bit to uh, get back on the horse, but uh, I think we're, we're back in the flow. Of course, we're going to have a brand new show for you guys tomorrow, but not before we do our This Day in History. Now, before we get to that point, want to remind everybody that if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, you can do so. Head on over to americamatters.us. Click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes, I am, baby. (laughs) Oh, pumped up about it, too. While you're there, (laughs) be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And tell your friends, because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And we do want to share with you. We do care about you, which is why we do each and every day, this day in history. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thank you, Siri. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's kick things off with uh, 1504. No, he's not a party dude, but uh, Michelangelo's statue of David is unveiled in Florence, Italy. Yep. It was, uh, it had, it was a naked little penis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And depending on what version you see, uh, sometimes it's wearing a little fig leaf in front of it, but the actual version is right out there for everybody to see. Oh, it reminds me of an episode of The Simpsons when uh, Marge did a painting of it. And at the end, Homer's like, that's how we found out of my Michelangelo's Dave. And she's like, David. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. It just remind me of that. But uh, yeah. well, well uh, I get all my history from Bill and Ted, uh, Tony gets yeah. all of his from The Simpsons. Apparently think, from The Simpsons, yeah. I think between the two of those, we're pretty good. I think we got it all covered, right? Right. Sure. All right, let's move on. This day in 1858, uh, Abraham Lincoln supposedly says in a speech, of course, they haven't confirmed this, you may fool all of the people some of the time. You can even fool some of the people all of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time, which uh, if he did say that is a brilliant saying, but uh, there are people who are trying right now to fool all of the people all of the time. Of course, uh, sometimes that doesn't work. Yeah, no, didn't always uh, work out too well there, right? Nope. All right, uh, here's one for those of you going back to school. I don't know if they still do it in school, but this day in 1892 was the first appearance of the, uh, <clears throat> words are hard, the Pledge of Allegiance. I like the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Any idea if they still do that tone? 
Well, school uh, doesn't really exist anymore, does it? Yeah, that's all true. Online computers, Zoom classes, and yeah. crap. So, um, I would imagine like most schools still do it. I would hope so. Right, and I, I believe that many of them have taken out the uh, the portion under God in the Pledge of Allegiance, which uh, I think was actually even added later on anyway. So, I don't think it was part of the original. Yeah, well, I like it. I, it was always one of. Uh, it was just, well, it was always the thing you just did in class. Like, it was, when you're younger, you don't know, you just do it. And you're like, <laughs> okay, it's pledge time. Yep. All right, moving on this day in 1894, employed by Thomas Edison, William K.L. Dixon films first boxing match at West Orange, New Jersey, an ex- exhibition between world heavyweight champion James J. Corbett and Peter Courtney. And again, 1894, um, filming footage of something, Again, this all led to movies and television, everything that we're uh, you know able to enjoy these days, thanks to Thomas Edison and uh, some of his inventions. Yeah, always so many. It's it's so crazy to me to think like uh, Tesla and Edison, all the crazy inventions they came out with. I mean, but not crazy, but back then the, it was crazy in the fact that they came up with this technology that we use today. I mean. It's really neat. It's just fascinating that I don't know what resources they had back then, but uh, well, the fact it's just very neat. Yeah, they're fascinating. Able to figure, it out, figure it out from nothing. You know, the fig- factor that uh, twenty-four uh, still images moving can make one second of footage for a uh, film or a TV show. It's, yeah, yeah, it's mind blowing. All right, it, well, it really is. I mean, I'm not just saying that sarcastically or smartassy. It's just it, it's really fascinating. Yeah. Moving on this day in 1952, Ernest Hemingway's novel, The Old Man and the Sea, is published. And if uh, you happen to visit our house, uh, one of our bathrooms has a nautical theme, and uh, we've got that book in there for your reading pleasure if you're taking a little extra time. Yeah, if you're if you're visiting the Sherwood Forest, go ahead and read that. Also, the Ernest movie sucked. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong Ernest, yeah. Oh, I know. This guy, he didn't have... Know what I mean, Vern? Yep, didn't have a best friend named Vern. All right, (laughs) moving on, speaking of... Hi, Vern. Speaking of films, this day in 1960 is the nationwide U.S. release of Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, starring Anthony Perkins and Janet Leigh, which I think is probably his most famous work. Mm. Fascinating. (laughs) Now, if I... I don't really have anything on that one. I don't know, uh, Tony, if you've been to Universal Studios in the last couple of years, but they've started uh, posting up a Anthony Perkins lookalike at the uh, Bates Motel that uh, when you're on the tour, we'll start running after the uh, the uh, bus, the tram. No, I haven't. You know, I have seen that once, but I'd, yeah, that was uh, I haven't been to the one in Hollywood probably six, six or seven years. I was at the one in Florida last year okay and uh, but we didn't do the backlot tour on it i think it was not running or something okay i was gonna say how do you go and not do the backlot tour but yeah yeah i just didn't do the one in florida but the one in hollywood i've done a few times yeah always fun hopefully when things get back up and running they'll uh, have some new attractions there for us to enjoy all right let's move on this day in 1965 hey hey we're the monkeys yes a small ad in new york's daily variety attracts 437 young men interested in forming the world's first manufactured boy band the monkeys 
monkeys we like monkey around that's uh, actually fun fact listener lacy that's one of her favorite bands is it really interesting it really is yeah yep and without the monkeys we wouldn't have bands like uh backstreet boys or in sync or new kids on the block you know all of those were bands that were sort of put together by producers to put something out uh, obviously you know they figured out the uh, the formula there and it worked pretty well yeah, it worked out quite well, I'd say. Did They had their own TV show. They had all kinds of stuff. Yep. All right. This day in 1966, Star Trek, it first premieres on NBC TV, starring William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, I never watched the... I was never a big Star Trek fan, but my mom used to do this thing like if I was annoying, which is pretty much every day. But back then when I was annoying, she used to say, if I didn't knock it off, she'd give me a Spock. And I didn't know what the hell a Spock was. <laughs> but but a Spock, if you get like right in the nerve point right here, mm. oh, man, put, it'll put your ass down. But, yeah, she gave me the Spock a couple of times. So uh, we, we never had the Spock as kids. Right. But uh, if we were behaving in the back seat, we had a thing that we called uh, the claw from my dad where he would reach behind and start looking for whatever knee he could find. And when he grabbed one, oh, it was paralyzing and terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird how you could get one like nerve point in your body and it just shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this day in 1973, Hank Aaron sets the record for most home runs in one league. 700, <clears throat> excuse me, 709 home runs. That's quite a few. That is just, you know, it's a small feat, you know. Yeah. Do, be- do better. Moving on, we were talking Star Trek. Just kidding. This day in 1973, Star Trek, the animated series, also premiered on TV. It's almost like they planned it that way. Hmm. All right. Uh, here's a guy that uh, I'm surprised there hasn't been a biopic uh, written about this guy. This day in 1974, Evil Knievel attempts to jump the Snake River Canyon in Idaho, but fails, escaping with only minor injuries. Oh, that's crazy. Um, I actually just drove past the Snake uh, River Canyon um, when I was going out there. Oh, really? Beautiful area. Beautiful area, yeah. Nice. I mean, I didn't go tour it, but I drove, like, right near it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that's where he... I didn't know that he had ever attempted to jump it, but uh, glad he's okay, man. He was, like, a legit, like, no-fear little daredevil. Yeah. And I think he ultimately died from one of his stunts, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You can always chime in on the Facebook page. Yeah. You see, uh, kind of in the vein of Evil Knievel, they did a teaser for Mission Impossible 7, and uh, Tom Cruise did a freaking insane stunt that no. was Evil Knievel-ish, where he drove his motorcycle off a cliff thing, oh, and then he parachuted. It was no stunt, man. It was him. <laughs> he so. does his own stunts, and... Uh, Boy, that guy's brave. All right, and finally... Tom Cruise has no fear, man. Yep. Finally, this day in 1986, the Oprah Winfrey Show is first broadcast nationally. And, of course, Tony, you get a car. Listeners, you get a car. Watchers, you get a car. No, you guys don't actually get cars. We don't have that sort of budget here, but I wish we did. Finally, before we close things out, let's talk about some of today's holidays. Today is National Actors Day, National Literacy Day, Of course, it is National Star Trek Day, due to the fact that we talked about Star Trek! (laughs) (laughs) National Pediatric (laughs) Hematology Oncology Nurses Day. That's quite specific. Yep, I'm taking the day off for that one. And today is National (laughs) Ampersand Day. My only question is, and... 
in any case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, folks, uh, that does it for today's uh, Getting Back on the Horse Show. We'll be back tomorrow with an all-new episode being Wednesday with Animal Tales. Enjoy your Tuesday, folks. We'll see you tomorrow.